Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff and as always here is my husband E. Hello. And today we are bringing you Some... Smooth Ambler. This is Smooth Ambler but this is not any Smooth Ambler. This is the contradiction. Nay, not the regular contradiction. The contradiction rye. So let me ramble for a second. Contradiction regular, the regular old contradiction bourbon, bourbon, was one of my favorite unique bottles that I had gotten hold of. I stared at that stupid fucking bottle every time we went to Total Wine for months and then ended up getting it at a smaller liquor store uh, in our area. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I did. And then... E surprised me after being let alone in the liquor store for Which <laughs> longer is a than a really intended. good idea. <laughs> With this bottle of the Contradiction Rye. So the Contradiction Rye, this is a new product. It is a blend of four different rye whiskeys. Uh, the first two are Tennessee rye whiskeys that are sourced. One is a 51% rye mash bill. The other is a 70% rye mash bill. I genuinely have no idea who in Tennessee is sourcing rye whiskey, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, one of the other products is an MGP rye, the 95.5 that we all know and love. And then the last and the most important one in my book is Smooth Ambler's own distillate that they aged themselves, which is an 88% rye mash bill. Yeah, so it definitely is a heavily ride product it not is. a barely legal rye yeah. not no 51 percent bullshit and and can we just appreciate blending as an art for the sake of whiskey that it is it does not get the credit it deserves and it is a it is an art yep. yeah um okay so this is non-age statement non-age stated non-shell filtered this claims to be batch four the abv is uh 52.5 percent or 105 proof so a healthy proof and at 35 dollars yeah i don't know that i can complain just on price alone i know right yeah. for the price and the proof and being non-show filter because i don't think we spent that little on the bourbon we technically did but it was on clearance yeah so you know that's okay Okay, so now that we've got the nitty-gritty of what is Smooth Ampler Contradiction Rye, let's get into the nosing and then the tasting. Oh, That's lovely. That is a very sweet, very spicy rye. Who owns Smooth Ampler? Um, I believe they may have been bought up by Constellation Brands, but I'm not entirely sure on that one. Sorry, I... Because Smooth Ambler is the name of the distillery in yeah. Virginia? Nope. West Virginia. It was one of the Virginias. It was either that or North. So that... There's other updated stuff, so I'm not going to... The, it, um, it's not really pertinent to the conversation. No, it, this was just my own curiosity. Yeah, and that's okay. I was, like, thinking for some reason, uh, Luxco? No, no. That's not that, that, no. Yeah, it's not. Okay. So, yeah, back to smelling. Ignore my squirrel brain. I was thinking Nelson Greenbrier. They're the ones that got bought by Constellation. Mm. So, definitely, like, sweet rye spice. It is very that. sweet. It is rye and, like, that earthy. There's also, like, a little bit of tea on the nose. Yeah. I, 
I'm so hesitant to mention tea when I drink rye because that's become one of the big notes that I pick up a lot in them. But it's not all of them. Like I no. don't get I don't get tea off of MGP. I get tea off of a lot of Tennessee and and, and Willet and Willet like aggressively Willet. And some Knob Creeks had some tea to them too. Old old not old old but like the 15 plus year Knob Creeks did. No, I was talking about the Knob Creek Rise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like. This is a lovely rye. It is. Like, thinking $35, this is a steal on the nose alone. Okay. Get into the drink. Let's get to the tasting. Okay, so... The nose is better than the palate. Heat and rye spice are the two first things that pop on the palate. And then it it dissolves into something strange. There's an oaky barrel char finish to me. But there's, like... Okay, I'll agree. There is mm, yeah. that. But, like, the tea is there, but there's something strange in the tea. There's almost this, like, medicinal, floral, I can like... Gi- I can give you floral. I not- walked into a fucking butterfly garden area. Sure. And, like, it's that, that coyingly sweet floral scent. Yeah. That's what's in this, and it's so strange to me. Where it starts out like hot rye, and then, huh? And then oak. Yeah. But like, it's that, huh? So that is not really pronounced for me, and that's okay. Like, personally, for a budget pour, I can't complain about this one no, bit. I don't think it's bad. It's very sweet, it is a little hot. Like, I don't think that that low-proof drinkers would enjoy it. This is not a beginner rye. I will absolutely agree with you. And it is a unique rye. Yeah. I'd say intermediate and explorer. I would not be surprised if part of this, part of the Tennessee, somewhere in this Tennessee, Mm -hmm. is a sprinkling of fucking dickle, and that weird-ass flavor that I'm getting is dickle-y. So here's the thing. Dickle sources their rye from MGP. I need you to get the abomination that is, but, but um, like there's a difference between their bourbons that they make and the rye that they source. Yes, but like, okay, but like, think that fucking Narnia door of an out- copper tongue. Think of the weirdness that is copper tongue. Okay, and that is what I feel like I'm getting in this, where there's like that hit of like offensive weirdness. I think the bottle's offended by that. I'm sorry. But it would not surprise me if, like, Dickel stirred their finger in this pot and and made it that weirdness. Because, because, because every... Dickel is weird to you. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, it is not to say that part of it is not Dickel. There is a, a greater than zero chance that that is the case. Yes. Um, we don't know what either of the Tennessee is, but judging by the strangeness, yeah. there is a chance. Because yeah. Dickel or fucking Orphan Barrel, like, spit in this direction and, like, added something weird to it. It's a very unique, very sweet, very approachable ride. But there is just a dip of, what the fuck? And then it evens off. So I was trying to find that dip that you're talking about, and I, I get it. I get it. It's a very bright, 
floral in between that rich spice and that oak. So when you went back... Yeah, I had to actually look for it, but there, I did find there it. There is yeah. weirdness that is just like, what the fuck is this? And like... As I keep going back, it's more and more tannic on the palate. And I don't know how I feel about that. Smell I really it don't. now, though. You can smell the weirdness on the nose now. <sighs> Fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, I can. You're not wrong. Now that, that weird, sweet, floral, like, offensively vegetal. How dare you bastardize what I was enjoying <laughs> to the point that I'm not too sure about it anymore. It's, okay, it's a funky adventure. It is. I think that this, at the $35 price range, if you're well-versed in, like, slightly higher, like, above 105 or above 100, mm -hmm. if you're used to above 100 proof drinks... Get a bottle of this for $35. Absolutely. It's, you're not out a lot of money, worst case scenario. And I will say, if you are into Dickel, get it. Because it's a little funky. If you're into the Orphan Barrel Abominations, get it. Because it's a funky ride. I, I even dare say, this is one that I'm going to say, take our opinions with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Because we're just now getting back into it. And we start. We did this on the heels of a way funkier, funkier whiskey. Um, and while we may not have really like honed our our tasting skills like, to this where is, they should be, this is definitely one that I'll revisit in like a week or two. Yeah. Like, good morning. I'd like a sip of this. Yeah, and I remember when we first got it. It was like, ooh, wow. This is really good, especially for the price. And right now, it's like I don't know how I feel. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I don't, like I don't hate it. I don't no. hate it. I think ninety percent of this drink is lovely. There is just that weird, like undercurrent. Like I'm going along smooth, and then things just fucking dip for half a second, so, and then so they you have level out. Smooth ambler. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it just. It, you, you know what? This would do really well as a Manhattan. I think that the earthier flavors of the other stuff in it could be good. Yeah, like yeah. couple that with a with a good vermouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. Anything else that you'd like to add before we take it out? No, I I just like give it a shot. Give it a shot. Absolutely, you're not going to lose much by spending thirty five bucks on it. It's it is absolutely worth the buy um i'm just easily offended by weird things that remind me of dickel yeah it's yeah. okay you're biased you're allowed I to be am. all right with all that being said uh as always you can find me on instagram my username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff if you have any questions comments or concerns you can email us at bourbonstuff at gmail.com thank you for supporting the podcast be that by listening sharing with anyone who you believe may benefit from it or donating straight to the channel. And with all of that being said, remember that all whiskeys, even ones that make you question their existence, they're meant to be shared. <laughs> <laughs>